previously on the Adventure Zone. She pulls out a flyer, and it's really gaudy. It is advertising in big, colorful block letters a place called Wonderland. On this flyer is an image, and it is, in fact, a grand relic. As the flyer says, it's the Animus Bell. My journey through Wonderland was hell. I wagered 20 years of my life in a game of chess in Wonderland, and I lost. And then an arrow comes in and hits that goat head. And with that, the chimera just instantly falls to the ground dead. You see a few people. You see a uh, a half-elf man who is kind of gruff. Uh, with him, you see a wood elf. You see a kind of scrawny human man uh, who is no older than like 20 years old, probably. He is Lord Artemis Sterling, the ruler of Neverwinter and the most powerful man in the world. What will our boys find in Wonderland? Well, this arc's called The Suffering Game, so nothing great. It's the Adventure Zone. Are you guys good? Are you guys are you guys yep. ready to be whisked away? I, whisk, 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 I, whisk. I have an, I have a little concern. Okay. What? Why is this arc called the Suffering Game? Oh, don't worry why, about that. Da- why, oh, Daddy, Griffin? don't don't worry about it. I would What's never. What's in the box? What's in <laughs> no, the Dad, box? It's like when you call. It's like when you call uh, like a big guy tiny. You know what I yeah. mean? Or like a little guy biggie. Okay, so it's really the celebrating game. That's exactly right, Dad. <laughs> okay, I feel a little better now. I've been concerned. No, you have nothing to worry about. So, um, at the end of the last episode, you encountered these three people. You uh, see a, a half-elf uh, guy with uh, a big old uh, longbow uh, dressed in pelts with a short, shaggy uh, beard and dark red hair. There's a, a, an elven woman with uh, dark purple hair, and she's got a, a, a gnarled wooden staff and, and the same sort of pelt armor. And you see Lord Artemis Sterling, the Lord of, High, uh, of, of Neverwinter, um, and he's, he's holding a short bow, um, and uh, he's kind of standing behind the, the two elves. Uh, and he's, he's dressed in this, this finery, uh, and he looks at the, the three of you and he says, uh, um, I need a voice for this boy. He says, uh, Oh, use the king from uh, Hamilton. That'd be good. Who are you? Have you been following us? Nah, I'm not going to deal with this for the whole art, Griffin. Nah. <laughs> What's wrong? It's me, the Lord Artemis Sterling. Nah, have you been, have nah, you been following nah. us? Have you been following us the whole time? I am not going to deal with berries and cream for this whole episode, Griffin. <laughs> that's what you got. When you got uh, berries and cream, you, you make berries and cream in aid. Okay, that's not how any of that works. Uh, he's asking you a question. And these two uh, elves, um, which you kind of surmise just because they're like standing between you and him, uh, are probably his bodyguards. Uh, uh, the The... Half elf guy has a his his longbow drawn on the three of you. Have you been following us this whole time? Answer me. No. No. What brings you to the Felicity Wilds? What big big bubble? We had uh, it was a big yeah big bubble bar. Oh wait, this oh good okay. This is a you common misconception. Is- Are you asking what conveyed us here? Like through what method did we arrive, or for what purpose? <sighs> What what is your goal for being here? Why why are you here? Ah, see that's the confusion, guys. You thought not to yes. follow you. <laughs> no, we're here because the 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 Wonderland thing, and we're gonna. Uh, when you say when you it. say that, he sort of stands up with a start, um, and uh, walks over and whispers into the the half elf's ear, and he says, uh, the the Sterling says, uh. Turn around and leave these woods. Don't try to follow us any further or my mercenaries will kill you. Secret, secrets said, are no fun. When he says that, the elves kind of like roll their eyes. 
Um, and that that the half elf man uh, says, uh, "Hey, are you guys uh, are you guys mercs?" Sort of. Yeah, yeah that's a good. That's a useful. Yeah, you know what? Potato, with, potato. Yeah, let's go with mercs. I mean, I'm a level ten fighter, level two rogue, so I think merc fix, fits that pretty good. Oh, For sure. Not, yeah. Nice. I'm a level fourteen ranger. Nice. High <laughs> five. <laughs> Um, I'm a level twenty liar. No, you're not. <laughs> when as you're like talking to this half elf who has kind of like a friendly demeanor, Lord Artemis Sterling seems like he's kind of frustrated. Uh, and you also notice that he has, and it's it's weird. He has like a beam of light coming out of him that is like pointing him towards the woods, uh, toward like deeper into the woods. Is uh, Artemis yeah. Griffin? Is Artemis armed? Uh, yeah, he's got a short bow on him. Um, and the, the elven woman turns to Sterling and is like, listen, there's no need for us to fight about anything. They're just going to Wonderland, too. We can all go together, and the next time a chimera comes around, it'll make a, the, the trip a little bit easier. Um, and Sterling is kind of protesting. He does not He does not want to roll with the three of y'all. Hey, look, short pants, let the adults take care of this, Okay. How uh, dare you, sir? Uh, Do you Merle? have any idea who I am? No, actually, of the three of us, I'm the only one with a really bad perception roll, so oh, I have yeah, no idea. Oh, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I am Merle. Lord Artemis Sterling, the ruler of High Winter. High, I keep <sighs> saying High Winter. Sometimes I call it, I'm trying to change the name of Neverwinter to High Winter because I think it sounds funnier, um, like a like a <laughs> weed joke. Anyway, um, I... It, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go with these guys. We don't know them. They might just be following us. They might be. They might be trying to. They might just be using us to get to to Wonderland, and then they'll try and kill us. I don't want to go hey, with these. Listen, let's get one thing straight. We are going to use you to get to Wonderland, but we're not going to try to kill you once we're there. So I, that's fifty fifty, I guess. And that's uh, a win. And you know that's what? A win win. You, you can use us too. We'll use each other. That's what friendship is. <laughs> the ranger smiles and he lowers his bow. He's like, "I like these guys. I, I, I let's let's just go with them." It's, uh, Sterling, you got to trust me on that. You hired us to get you through these woods, and that means using all the resources at your disposal. And these boys look like good resources. Hey, do you guys want some jerky? And he pulls I some do. jerky out. Yeah. You, What's your answers, name, friend? Uh, my name is. Let me try and look it up. Oh, okay. my name's my name's Rowan. Uh, yeah, I, I live here in these woods and just trying to help get get the boy king here um in, in, into wonderland um, rowan you and i are gonna be bff should we come up with some kind of like secret handshake or something i think we shouldn't come up with it i think let's just put our hands together right now and see what happens all right let's do it you just do it is it you amazing? just do it Griffin, and it's an amazing it cool? it's a 14 step secret handshake and it's really really great um the 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 druid woman uh walks over to you merle and like without saying a word just like kind of grabs your soulwood arm and like starts like inspecting it she's like are you are you like a are you part dryad are you are you a tree folk what is this this is awesome you've heard of having a green thumb yeah yeah this it's, this was just like a green thumb thing gone totally wrong now no pan gave me this my my god pan uh well uh, he allowed it to happen oh i like pan she uh she smiles and and lets go of your arm. She's like, "Sorry, Dad, I got have you been sick because your voice is evolving into like a really cool level. I'm really yeah, digging really it. Neat. I am really sick. Thank you for asking. Yeah, you sound super cool. She releases your arm and uh she looks a little bit disappointed. She's like, "Oh, that's I mean, it's cool. I was I was hoping it was sort of a dryad situation, but uh It is. It is. Yeah, it's a good I've got uh, I've got like a third cousin that's uh 60% dryad. Okay, He's like that's... a tree borg. Tree borg. Ooh, I'm stealing that tree borg. I've been um, sitting here for three minutes trying to come up with something better than tree borg. <laughs> tree doesn't rhyme with sigh. It's a stupid pun. It's like dry borg. Dry borg. Dry borg. Dry borg's pretty good. Dry borg's not bad. That's better. Um, so uh, I, I think while you guys are sort of getting to know Big these bag two, treedle borg. <laughs> Okay. Sycamore Borg. All right, we're done. No, no, um, we're just saying things. While uh, while you two are getting, or you three are getting to know these elves, uh, I think Sterling just kind of starts to walk off into the woods. Uh, and as he goes, the 
the two elves kind of chase after him. Uh, and, and, and the, the f- six of you make your way through the Felicity Wilds. And it's a quiet trip. There's no more um, three-headed monstrosities to, to fight on your trek to hey, Wonderland. On but, the way, can I ask Sterling what's yeah. up with the beam of light? Uh, he says, it's, it's none of your business, okay? It's, 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 it's my way of finding Wonderland, all right? Oh, so we'll just follow the weird Care Bear stare you got kicking there, and uh, it'll get us safely there, right? He sighs, and he's like, yeah, that's the idea, and keeps walking. During um, this, though, know- Rowan and Magnus are just trading jerky stories. Yeah. Different places where they've had <sighs> wait, jerky, wait, wait, wait. different kinds of jerky they've had. Rephrase yeah. that a little. Yeah. I will not. I no, said what I said, and I'm standing that. by it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, your trip is, is uh, aside from Sterling, who's kind of a heel, um, you, you get to know these other two elves, uh, Rowan and Antonia, uh, and you all kind of have a lot in common. They are mercenaries, uh, hired to, to get him through the forest and, uh, they're, they're pretty friendly. Um, Merle, you and Antonia spend a lot of time just talking tree, uh, and, uh, you, you share, uh, some, some jerky, uh, with Rowan and you, you all have a fairly good time. And after about a, a half day's journey, you reach a clearing, um, and it's a huge clearing, actually. It's carved out of the forest in a perfect circle, and in the middle of that circle is Wonderland, and it's a squat, wide, cylindrical building with these large floodlights positioned all around it, shining on its surface, and... The, the building, the exterior of the building is painted in these vertical white and black stripes. Um, but it's not, you, you realize it's not paint because that pattern is actually moving. It's like sp- spinning in a circle, like rotating around the, the, the exterior of this cylinder. Uh, and it almost looks like a giant roulette wheel. Um, and you, you notice that uh, Artemis's beam is leading you down a dirt path towards Wonderland. And as you look around this clearing, you realize it's one of maybe a dozen dirt paths, all leading from different parts of the woods uh, directly towards Wonderland. Um, And you actually see on a couple of the paths, you see a a, a couple other beams of light, uh, apparently leading other people in from the woods as if this thing is like attracting folks from from all over. Uh, and the dirt path that you are sort of directed down is lined with billboards, big, tall billboards. Uh, and they are they're kind of the design of them is like just as gaudy and loud as the flyer invitation that the director showed you. Um, and it's showcasing the the prizes awaiting within. Um, and you see, uh, uh, your names, Taco, Merle, Magnus, uh, on a big billboard, and you see the Animus Bell on your billboard, and it looks exactly like it, it did on the director's invitation. But there's three other billboards also. Uh, you see one with Sterling's name on it, and on Sterling's billboard, there's a big, uh, intricately sort of crafted glass vial of silvery liquid and the billboard calls this this vial miracle milk and he he kind of gasps when he sees it and and motions to the mercs um and they have their own billboards too antonia has a uh, a billboard with an anatomically correct heart made out of gnarled wood and it's called the heart of the forest and she kind of when she sees this she goes huh i didn't think i would have one uh, and then there's a, a billboard for Rowan too, and it has just a plain leather band on it, and it's labeled Carmine's Collar. And he just kind of when he sees it, he just goes like, "Huh, interesting." Um, and so that is the approach into Wonderland, and the th- other three people in your party start walking in there's towards one. the building. Wait, well, uh, and on, as I peer on. out into the into the darkness, I see there's one from Merle, and it's a a prosthetic penis. <laughs> it's so strange. It's like replace what you have lost and perhaps never had. Like his wiener got taken away. Today. Yeah. When did that happen? I don't I remember. Just reading getting... the billboard. I'm just looking at the billboard. It's, it's in one of those bonus episodes we've recorded that hasn't aired yet. You'll hear. It. Oh, you'll hear it. When the um, wiener gra- the wiener grabber came and he <laughs> he he took he took your wiener away to the wiener dimension. Hi everybody! I got another wiener. But that sounds like Mickey Mouse. 
Yep. <laughs> is, now it's like a Kingdom Hearts thing. Hey, I got your wiener. People keep <laughs> wondering when the when the two shows will cross over, and here it is, right here. <laughs> here it is. I'm gonna give this wiener to my buddy Toodles. He's gonna okay. take it away forever. Uh, now, I everybody, uh, hold on, just uh, one one moment. Uh, this seems a little simple, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, Rowan says, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys get that this is a big trap, right? Like, it's a, de- oh, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a hugely deadly trap. Yeah, yeah. but like, yeah. but like this, this whole walkway is just lined with like, yeah, everything's going to be good. Here's all your prizes. Just walk on through. Yeah, but it's like a trap. Like, we have been, Rowan, referring to this little adventure of ours as the suffering game. It's a nickname we came up with. It. We don't even know why we're calling it that. We just kind of feel like it's going to go bad. Um, yeah, I mean it's not great, but I, 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 the money is really good for this job. And now that I know that that collar's in there, I kind of can't not go in. I understand. Wait right here for just one second, and Magnus pulls out his shield and just sprints down the path. Okay, doing what? Just kind of Being like stupid. You no, know, you know, bobbing and weaving, serpentine. Okay, lots of yeah. Unnecessary rolls. All right, you do, you do some fucking Paul Blart Mall Cop uh-huh. style <laughs> antics as you roll and bob and weave your way down the path. And there's no landmines. There's no trip wires. You just make it to the building, and the other five people are just like looking at you. I guess like everything's cool. I thought uh, so- there might. I thought there might be traps, but everything's fine. <laughs> Yep. So you thought the trap would be in the road to the trap? I just, I thought it seemed pretty simple because it was just like a pathway. And we started with like a fight and a thing. So I thought maybe there'd be more things. You know what? In retrospect, I realized how that looked. (laughs) So cool. As your answer, it looked so cool. Um, uh, so do you, I'm guessing the rest of you follow down the approach now that there's no. At regular no. speed, like regular adult <laughs> speed. No cartwheels. Yeah, yeah sure. no flip flops. No rolls. Um, stunts. You uh, okay? You make it to the building, and the the pattern, this black and white roulette wheel pattern, uh, stops spinning. Um, and uh, it uh, uh, you you see uh, a black segment has stopped, sort of in your direction. Has and it stopped spinning for us? Like, does it seem to have stopped because we approached it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Is it all leading to a central... Are all these different roads leading to, like, a central entrance? Yeah, it's leading to or- this, this huge cylindrical building. Um, and a, a, as as the wheel stops on, on this black segment, um, a a portion of the, the wall just sort of slides away, and all of a sudden there is uh, an entrance into the building, and... Uh, so through that, wait, what, what you've been describing, Griffin, just so I know I can picture it correctly, it's kind of yeah. like a kinetoscope where, like, it's segmented, and if you're looking, it's spinning past, going white, black, white, black, white, black, white, black, right? Yeah, kind of, kind of. Okay, and um, stopped on a specific segment when we walked uh-huh. up, okay. and 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 this door, this doorway opens in the wall, and three names appear above it, and the names are Antonia Rowan and Lord Artemis Sterling, um. And Sterling doesn't say anything. He doesn't wish you guys goodbye. He doesn't. He doesn't even address you. Um, he's sort of continuing his streak of being a dick uh, that that he's carried on throughout the your your journey through the woods. And he just walks in, and Rowan sighs and he says, "Uh, well, guys, I guess I'll see you on the other side." Oh, he reaches into his bag and he pulls out uh, a, a small uh, a small container of extra jerky and he hands it to you, Magnus. He says, "In case you guys get hungry in there." Uh, and I reach into my bag and pull out a small carved wooden duck. He says, uh, wow, this is great. Antonio, did you see this? I made that uh, just for you, buddy, while we were walking. She's, uh, you, she's I a, carved it while I was rolling down the pathway. Uh, <laughs> and Rowan walks into the door uh, and sort of disappears into that, that black uh, space. Is, does there seem to be any uh, interaction between the light and the roulette wheel, or was that really just guiding him to the to the wheel? It was just sort of guiding him in, like it was. It was, it was like less. It didn't seem like a key or anything. It just seemed to. No, it's it's almost like a siren song. Like you follow the light to to Wonderland. Uh, Can we see the other people going in the other entrances from the? No, other there's nobody. Paths? There's nobody else making their approach in this clearing right now. They're just like okay on their way. You kind of assume. Um. And uh, Antonia says, uh, well, uh, good luck, boys. Uh, sorry about Lord Sterling. He's kind of yeah. 
a kind of a ding dong. Um, yeah, but we're used to it. I, I hope we'll see you guys again. Good luck in there. Best of luck. Smell you later. Peace. And she she walks into the roulette wheel, and the door closes, and the names disappear, and they're gone. And then the wheel spins some more, uh, and it ends uh, after a few rotations on a white space, and another door appears, and this one has your guys' names on it. And there's Mm. nothing beyond it except just inky blackness. So it's a white door with inky blackness. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not, like... It's not just dark inside. It is, it's, it is, it's black. Like, it's like you're, you're, yeah. It's less, it's kind of less like a doorway and more like a, a portal. Magnus is already inside. Oh, shit. Wait, okay. Uh, Merle turns and says, hey, Magnus, do you, uh, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about this one, fellas. I mean, I'm trying to be true to Taco. <laughs> and this seems whack as all hell. Griffin, can I step back out real quick? Uh, yeah. I grab Taco and run inside. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, okay. Merle, you follow, you follow in suit? <sighs> yeah, I waddle on in. Okay. As soon as you're through the, the passageway, uh, you look behind you, and it's like, it wasn't even like a door shut menacingly behind you. The do- It's just not there. You, you are... Uh, you are in a chamber that is so dark you can you can barely see. Even those of you with dark vision, I think uh, everybody but Magnus has like special eyes that they can see in the dark. You can't you can't really see much of anything. Um, uh, you can just kind of make out the the shapes of things. You can tell it's a huge huge chamber, um, bigger even than it appeared on the outside. Um, but but after a few moments, everything is illuminated there's a a row of spotlights on the ceiling that click on and these two big rotating floodlights uh on on the ground that activate and shine upwards um and they cross on the center of the chamber and you see two figures standing on a long elevated platform uh they are beautiful elves one female one male uh, and they are dressed in these tight-fitting, high-fashion garments of gold and green and violet. He's wearing a golden half cape with fur trim, and she's wearing these these huge, insane golden shoulder pads. And you realize the long platform they're standing on is a runway. And the the, the female elf sticks a slender gloved arm into the air and snaps. <laughs> And all of a sudden, the ceiling and walls and floor of this room transform into a thousand multicolored neon panels that shift and flash in time with loud, pulsating music that floods the chamber. And every time, the, every time, like the beat hits on this song, the spotlights flash in time. And every time they do, they catch this duo as they just fucking vogue and pose their way down the runway, just like working it, just like hitting the the beats so fucking hard and just voguing their brains out. Um, this should go without saying at this point. Taco is delighted. <laughs> Like, fucking finally we go someplace cool. It's been so long, and finally we are at someplace that is worth visiting. <laughs> um, and they reach the end of the runway, which is the uh, uh, just this large circular platform. And as they do, the rest of the runway descends down into the ground to be about, you know, floor level. And this circle platform spins around a few times as they continue to pose to the music. And finally, they address you. And I'm going to need two voices here. <laughs> amazing um they say i might just do like jesse james jesse and james from from pokemon yes please yes um but jesse kind of sounds like taco already well okay i'm not worried about it uh the 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 male elf says uh you made it welcome to wonderland and the 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 woman says uh Hopefully you didn't have too much trouble navigating the wilds. Meowth. I would meowth there. Uh, and suddenly the, the, the male elf is uh, behind you, Taco, and he's got his hand on your shoulder, although weirdly you can't, like, feel it. He's, like, weightless. And he says, uh, are you excited for your quest's end? Whatever you I- seek, you will find it in Wonderland. 
I wasn't before, but I'm getting pretty jized now. <laughs> um, and the, the the woman is behind you now, Magnus, with her hand on your shoulder, and she says, uh, it's not going to come it's <laughs> it's not gonna come easy though, dear. Are you prepared for that? What? <laughs> Was that an innuendo? Uh she I'm winks. Not, I'm very uncomfortable. She winks, maybe. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden they're both back up on top of the platform. Uh, hey, are they casting shadows, Griffin? Uh, no, they're not. Didn't think uh, so. She says, uh, he, he says, uh, the rules are simple. You will be evaluated. Are you guys holograms? What's that? Are you, hol- are you hologram? Are you illusions? Are when you Jim? Uh, she says, uh, when we look this good, does it really matter? And she votes. No. One more time. No, no I mean, no, he's right. No. I Shut the one- fuck up. Okay. The rules are simple. You will be evaluated through a series of tests and games in order to determine the extent to which you truly want your prize. And she says, uh, the tests will be rough, but they're important. In Wonderland, you can only find the things you truly desire by losing the things that hold you back. You follow the rules of the tests, you push through the pain, and you will leave here happy. And he says, uh, you break the rules, you try to find shortcuts, and you won't leave here happy ready to get started i have one question shoot are you guys taking applications or like what's the story vis-a-vis employment i have skills whatever um several references these dunces uh, others that are dead she laughs and he kind of looks at her seriously like he's thinking about it a little bit yes um and he says uh Let's see if you can make it through Wonderland. If that's what you truly desire, maybe it'll be waiting for you at the end of your trials. Hell yeah. Um, and they lift their arms up in the air and snap, and just like that, they disappear. And that circular panel that they were standing on lowers to about waist height, and you realize that this spinning platform they were standing on it actually is a giant wheel... Uh, like a like a roulette wheel that is cut into various multicolored sections, each with a different symbol on it. Um, and the two floodlights on the ground rotate to shine on a large stone door at the opposite end of the room. And above that door are three dim red circular panels. Um, and the symbols on this wheel, really quick, are uh, there's an eye. There's one that looks just like a body. Uh, there's a skull, there's one that looks like a brain, there's one that looks like a backpack, one that looks like a hand, one that looks like two cross slow swords. Down, slow down, slow down. Oh, you don't have to li- don't you don't have to write these down. Oh, okay. I was trying uh, to like mist slash riven this shit. No, no, no. Apparently no, no. it doesn't matter. No, nothing like that. Uh two cross swords, there's one of a clock, and then there's a question mark. Uh and you hear a voice say, uh, this is the wheel of sacrifice. You spin it. And you give up whatever it lands on. You are, of course, free to refuse if you land on something you value too much to lose, but there will be a penalty for your reluctance. Man, I hope it doesn't land on the skull. After col- uh, completing enough sacrifices, the door will open. Um, and the voices are gone, and all of the lights, all the spotlights in the chamber uh, pivot to shine directly on this wheel in the center of the room and give me a second i gotta tell you the the production values in wonderland are stunning they are absolutely beautiful so this wheel is before you um and uh in order to open the large stone door at the other end of the chamber uh you will need to sacrifice three things um, now, is, is this the kind of thing where we each do it once or every time we click it all three of us have to sacrifice whatever comes up uh, it, uh, you, uh, you hear the voice, uh, explain to you that, uh, each of you will take one turn at a time and, uh, you spin the wheel and whoever spun the wheel is the one who will have to do the sacrificing. Cool. That, I, I, I will go first. Okay. As uh, is, so I just as dropped is a, my want. I dropped a link into Skype for you to a website called Wheel Decide. Thank you, Wheel Decide, sponsor of the show this week <laughs> for uh, for for the this good, good internet software 
Um, so click that wheel, and it should spin, and you tell me what it lands on. Hand. Hand. Okay. Uh, uh, you hear those voices again, and, uh, you, you hear, um, <laughs> what do I want to do? Hand, hand, hand. How gnarly do I want to be to start out? Um, and you hear... Uh, the, the woman's voice say, oh, not too gnarly. They're just getting, we don't want to discourage them right from the beginning. Um, and you hear the man's voice say, uh, okay, okay, how about this? One finger. You get to pick it. I won't, I won't choose it for you. You get to pick the finger. You won't even have to, like, cut it off. We're not going to have another Crystal Kingdom debacle on our hands. You just pick it, and then, boop. If you do want to cut it off, though, I, I'll help him out. <laughs> So, this is not yeah. this is not that bad. It's just you've got ten of them. Don't be you're being greedy. Actually, actually, we've never discussed this, but Magnus was actually born with eleven fingers. Uh, so no, this is very, no, okay. Um, so it has to be the person who spun the wheel that makes the sacrifice, or any of the three of us can make the sacrifice. No, the one who spun the wheel is the one that does it. And honestly, if it's if it is too much, if you are going to be selfish about this, you don't have to do it. But there will be a small penalty. <laughs> okay so just so i understand the parameters if i don't do it i'm not disqualified from moving forward There's oh just no a- god no i want you to move forward hmm this is tricky you see because i'm sitting here thinking both as like a carpenter and a woodcarver and a fighter and a rogue losing a finger even like a pinky could be detrimental <laughs> Yeah, but if you think about all those professions, statistically speaking, you should have lost a couple already. That's an so excellent point. Kind of ahead of the game, really. This is just such a big. All right, yeah. Take uh. Oh fuck me! None of my gloves will fit. Not the thumb. Uh, I'm oh, not losing the wham. thumb. I'm not losing the thumb. This is so sad. I feel so <laughs> bad for you. A whole finger. Losing this a is... whole finger. <laughs> I chopped Hoody off your hand. Hooty fucking who? I chopped off your hand to save your life. I'm chopping off a finger to win a game. Mm-hmm. A very good game. Ugh. Fuck. Any chance you tell us what the penalty is? Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, take my left pinky. God damn. At, at just as soon as you say that, Magnus, it's just gone. And there's no. It it do, it hurts a bit, but it doesn't. Oh shit! Come on. It doesn't sting that bad. There there was no like blade that popped out. It's just your your finger, ah. your, your pinky where it once was is. I hate this game. Now gone. And I'm. What are you wearing? What I you were? Let's say it's the the. You, on your non-dominant hand, right? Yeah, I think that's the Fletcher's mitt. Or is yeah, that, so just the pinky on your Fletcher's Phantom mitt. You, the, the pinky on your Fletcher's mitt is now just like empty, and it's just kind of hanging down. Um, but yeah, you you oh, your left pinky is gone, and as soon as it disappears, you hear a bing, and one of those three red circular panels above that stone door at the uh, other end of the room uh, turns bright green. Magnus, while you were kind of grousing about uh the 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 you know the the shittiness of losing of a finger um well like while you were doing that um make a make a perception check for me 16 uh plus one 17 it kind of you know how like when it's cold you can see your your breath when you talk Uh uh-huh it was kind of like that for a second with for, with a seventeen, that's 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 what you kind of hmm. kind of see. Uh, uh, is it like breathing out fog. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um. Next. That wasn't that bad. Let's go. Yeah, that was nice. I kind of enjoyed it. Hey everybody, I'm Griffin McElroy, your dungeon master, your best friend, and your personal chef. I, ho- I hope you kids like spaghetti. Thank you for listening to episode 52 of The Adventure Zone, the second episode in our new arc, which is called The Suffering Game. Uh, it's a dark, it's a dark, dramatic turn for the franchise. 
we're going to take things in such a moody direction. You're going to flip your shit. Um, thanks, thanks again for listening. I do want to uh, get a big thanks here uh, before we get into the the money zone spot of the show. Uh, big thanks to Zachary Wilson who uh, did the song that you just heard. That was sort of the theme uh, for 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 Wonderland. Uh, the song's called Storm Top Dog. Uh, Zachary Wilson's really great. Uh, I've, I've been listening to his stuff on SoundCloud for a while. Uh, you can find his music at soundcloud.com slash Zachary Wilson. That's uh, Z-A-C-K-E-R-Y, Zachary Wilson. Or uh, on Bandcamp at zwmusic.bandcamp.com. Uh, and again, Zachary, thank you very much for uh, uh, letting me use that song. I, as soon as I heard it, I, like became obsessed with using it in this particular scene. So, uh, thanks again. Hello, it's me, the Internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online, You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer. um, And even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry. Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, scheduled to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Uh, got a message here for... Huh. 
C R N O Bog, Cern Bog, and it's from Hamled and the rest of the hashtag Kobol crew in spirit, if not in actual expressed interest, which is a very honest and wonderful way of filling out that particular field. Uh, They say, really looking forward to hearing Griffin read that name. Yeah, thanks. Uh, So the game is done. It's on the way to Walmart right now or already sold out if this is late. The day one patch is submitted for validation. You did it. You made that happen. Take a nice long break and find your next challenge. You deserve it, man. I'm certainly proud of you. That's for, uh, they wanted that one to come out October 3rd, so it sounds like this game sold out, got that goatee status, got that 10 10 out of 10, got the 5 out of 5 fun factor, um, the Kids' Choice Awards, all kinds of of people are just weighing in saying what a great thing this is that you made. So congratulations, Cernobog. And uh, I don't know what this is, I don't know what this is talking about, but I'm very proud of you. Got a message here for Craig. Sorry, I said your name like that. I have a message here, and it's for Craig. And it's from Jake, who says, Craig is a big fan of the Adventure Zone. So I thought I would ask you guys to wish him a happy birthday. Craig, may you have a great year full of fun adventures. Ah, Craig, you did it, didn't you? Craig, you did it again. Craig, I'm so proud of you. Uh, Your birthday is, it says, around November 16th. That was yesterday, so crushing it. Uh, and, and now, Craig, I feel like I'm also celebrating a birthday, and thank you for sharing this experience with me. I have another message here, and it's for Dad and my sweet baby brother, Pierce, and it's from your DM, who says, congrats to us for maintaining our own adventure zone. Despite being spread out between the UK, Maryland, and Virginia, we've managed to maintain our fortnightly family D&D session on the reg. As I prepare to move to Berlin, I'm confident it will change nothing except maybe some more disturbing monsters and more delicious snack breaks. Um, yeah, that is a, that's God. It's hard enough to get your family together to play D&D, uh, every other week when you live all across the continental United States. If mixing in international time zones, that is, that is a Herculean feat. And I'm, I, uh, I'm, I'm very jealous of your family's organizational skills. I want to say thank you to everybody who has been tweeting about the show using the the Zonecast hashtag. If you do so, you might not end up as a character in the show as a, as a sorry patron of Wonderland. Uh, I'm talking about folks like uh, Lord Artemis Sterling, who's named for Chris Sterling. That's Lyo by Lyo by four. Uh, I butchered that. Sorry. Uh, on on Twitter, I'm talking about folks like Rowan, polite botanist. Uh, on Twitter, Antonia, uh, named for Antonia de Pieri. T- uh, that's Tonia, Tonia Ria. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Tonia Rina on Twitter. Uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, some, some more folks that are going to be included in this arc. And if you want to end up, uh, with your, with your name on one of those folks, you can do so. Shoot about the show using the, uh, the Zonecast hashtag and you might, you might just do it. And, uh, let's get back into it. The next episode's going to be up on. I think it's going to be December 1st, and that's correct. Yeah, holy shit. December 1st. So, uh, uh, again, uh, Rachel and my, my wife and I are expecting a, a, a baby uh, very early December. Um, so, there's a chance that next episode might be a, a, a live show episode from our show at Max Fun Con East in the Poconos, uh, which was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm very excited for you to hear that. Um, but it may also just be the next episode in the the Suffering Game arc, uh, and we will try to let you know on Twitter ahead of time what, what episode you can expect on December 1st. And uh, till then, keep it real. See you later. Bye. Who's going? Uh, I guess I will. Spinning, spinning. Holy crap! Uh, I'll let Taco tell you. You got I. I. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, you hear the, the, uh, the woman say, uh, Oh, this is a real shame. You have such beautiful, beautiful dwarven eyes. I've always preferred hazel. dwarven eyes. Hazel, beautiful hazel dwarven eyes. Um... This sacrifice, we're not going to take an eye from you. Don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> Woo! Um, just Close. some of your, let's say, keen dwarven vision. Um, so for this sacrifice, you will lose dark vision. 
You will what not be able fuck? to see I in the dark I lost a pinky. Anymore. He loses dark vision. Uh, you. I should also mention you didn't lose any like tangible skills for your your pinky mm. loss. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think you should have to subtract one from one what rolls. everything. Rolls. Every roll. No, everything that- involving his left hand. What do you say? What do you say, Merle? This is a. This was a. This is a breeze. Could I give up an eye? Not yet. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Take it. Uh, what's You sound dissatisfied by this. This exchange. No, uh-uh. No, listen. I'm completely used to it. I got... I mean, I can't drive at night. I have shitty vision already. Take the, the darkness vision crap. Um, okay. Uh, as soon as you say that, your... Uh, you... you your vision kind of changes. It's kind of like when you're taking a, like a vision test and they're put, trying on the different lenses to find out your prescription and they switch you to a lens that is just like not good. Um, you can still see just fine, but like this room, the, the parts of it that aren't illuminated by spotlight are kind of dim. And so like all of a sudden you realize you can't see those parts of the room as well. And Taco and Magnus, you notice that the color in his, his beautiful hazel eyes kind of, drains away leaving him with with just like dark gray irises um and with that a second panel above that door at the end of the room uh flashes green and you hear another ding cool fine fine i'll go taco it seems like you're not enjoying the game very much no it's been pretty good so far i mean so far <laughs> yeah i got skull Mm-hmm. <laughs> Skull's a nasty one. Skull is sort of like delayed gratification. Well, not for you, for me. Um, all that Skull means is at some point in the future, you will face some pretty bad luck. I'm not going to tell you what that means necessarily, but I will be honest. It won't be great. What do you say, Taco? Nah. <laughs> you're you're turning this one down? Well, hold, now hold on, hold on, Taco. Before you yeah. do, take a look at the other things on that wheel. There's not like a good one. Yeah, but my rationale is that I probably there's a chance I won't have to suffer the penalty alone, right? It may be something that impacts all three of us. Yeah, right? but I, I'm not spinning again. I so do wanna, like I do want to point out it it will only affect you taco it's your so. it's your burden to bear <sighs> hey bud I'll spin again if you want me to no I mean it's a skull that's what I got <laughs> yeah fine I'll take the bad luck uh okay you say that and you don't experience any change um and a green light above the door in front of you uh, flashes on, and very slowly the the wheel descends into the ground, and the stone door slides open. Yeah, and- Griffin. I Griffin. I want to ask while while Taco was kind of hemming and hawing there, did I notice anything? Was there any kind of? Could we see his breath too? Um, no, you didn't notice anything. Just you know, him and Merle were kind of being a little, uh, um. What's the word I'm looking for? Hesitant? Uh, but but no, you didn't notice anything really coming coming from them. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay. The the door in front of you is now open, and uh, you see another chamber that is just kind of like pitch pitch black uh, that you cannot sort of you can't really see through. Well, that was that just went great. Uh, you know what? I'm going to get into the next one first because if it's any as anywhere near as cool as this one, I want to be the first to see it. So, out of the way, Taco's rushing in. What? Okay, M- Magnus follows him. Merle's good out here. <laughs> What's going on? Um. Okay. You the uh, so not all three of you. Boy, I don't oh, like it when yes. you guys don't all go through doors at the same time. Merle uh, goes in. Uh. Okay. You enter into the next chamber, and um, you uh, let me find where I'm at. Uh, as you step into this like void, 
Uh, you realize that you're walking on some sort of floor. You don't just sort of fall out into space. Um, and again, as soon as the three of you like walk through that doorway, it vanishes. It is just gone. Um, and in this pitch black room, you see a single point of light about 30 feet ahead of you. And as you approach it, you realize that this light is coming from a small pedestal that is about chest high, and it's got two buttons on it, uh, on top of it. And going around the exterior of this cylindrical pedestal is a screen that wraps all the way a- around the, the span of the, of the pedestal. And on this cylindrical screen are pixelated illustrations of your guys' faces. Um, and you hear the woman's voice say, only one of you will play this particular game. Let's find out who it's going to be. And all of a sudden, the faces start spinning around the podium. And it stops on Merle. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you hear the man say, you, you, you high five, the, taco. The male elf say, uh, Merle, approach the podium. Okay. You walk towards the podium. And the buttons illuminate, and they have words on them. And one of the buttons reads trust, and the other one reads forsake. And you hear uh, a voice say, uh, the rules of this game are simple. You all probably know this already, but you're not the only ones currently making your way through Wonderland right now. This section of the game will be something of a, a competitive mode. Right now, there's another group in another chamber identical to the one you're standing in now. Now, the next room you'll face will feature a deadly, deadly challenge. But based on your decision in this room, you can change your fate in the next. Um, And the woman says, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Very few survive our challenges. They're designed to push you to your breaking point, which is not a place that many folks are capable of returning from. An advantage such as the one that you can secure in this chamber will be invaluable if you want to reach the end of Wonderland in time. Press for sake! Um, you... Hey, press for sake! Quiet, please. <laughs> you, Go ahead, press for sake now! You, Merle, and a... It rep- might be a speed thing! Yeah. Press for sake! <laughs> you, Go Merle... Go trust! timed! <laughs> trust it's probably time go ahead press for sake i'll do i have magic let me get bigby's hand up in here you merle you gotta trust merle you and a representative for that other group will decide what fates await your parties now if both of you select trust you'll both face the challenge as it was normally designed and as i mentioned before that means you'll face a trial that you may not walk away from but you don't have to face that trial Um, And the woman says, that's what the forsake button is for. Now, if you both get greedy and choose forsake, that's bad news. You'll both face a more difficult version of the trial, and these more challenging trials will probably kill you. And the man says, "Uh, but if you choose forsake and your opponent chooses trust, then that's great news for you. You don't have to face the trial at all. Your opponent's team, however, will face a nearly impossible version of the challenge. And the room illuminates with these bright, multicolored rings that originate from the base of that pedestal and slowly sort of work their way around the room, like encompassing it as this tense, like, who wants to be a millionaire style music starts playing. Where's the other group? Uh, You don't get to know who the other group or who the representative for that group is going to be. Okay. Where are they? I mean, are they here? They're in Wonderland. Absolutely. How far away? Space is kind of a weird abstract concept in <sighs> okay. here. I wouldn't worry about it. Listen, Merle, Shit. I I I thought about this. You got a one in three chance of it being bad and a two in three chance of it being better. So if you hit trust and they hit trust, it's great. But if you both hit forsake, then then it's bad. It's worse than before. All right, Taco, make your case. Yeah, forsake, my dude. They're going to forsake us. They're vagabonds. I'll tell you who the but, other group but, is. But Taco, if, but if he hits forsake and they hit forsake. So I will say this. To your credit, the only thing I will say is, as near as I can figure, there's a two out of three chance 
that the person on the other side is going to press trust mm-hmm. because two of the three that we encountered were not total dillweeds. Yep. So there's a two out of three chance that they're going to trust. Now, if it's a stink pants or uh, Archie Archie of uh, Baked Riverdale, <laughs> Bakedville or whoever he was trying to uh, name his town, um, he is going to forsake, and that would be the pits for sure. But it's our podcast, so we're not going to die. So let's say trust. Uh, I the final decision. The final decision's up to Merle, and I'm going to count it that once you tell me what it is, you press the button, and there will be no more, no more deliberating after that. Okay. The uh, the dryad lady kind of had a thing for me. I could tell just looking at her. So trust. Okay. You put your hand on the trust button and push it down. And as soon as you do, the music comes to a stop. And um, there's no fanfare or anything like that. The room's uh, walls uh, all just illuminate white. And the the far wall opposite to the one uh, that you all came in through, uh, you see words start to appear. And it says, your decision. And then in big green letters, trust appears. And then you see... Their decision, and in bright red letters, the word "forsake" appears. Son I of a fucking bitch! Told you. But you know what? It doesn't matter. If we had both forsaken, that would have been even worse. I do want to be clear. This is the worst possible outcome for you guys. <laughs> that the those words disappear, and a door opens uh, on that wall where the screen was, uh, leading into the next chamber. So we don't get to I find don't... out who pressed the button. Nope. Okay. I got a theory. I don't want to go. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Something bad's going to happen. No. Wait, are we all going? I thought he had to face it on his own. What? No, no you, all, you all go on to the next challenge chamber. What? <sighs> you suck. Let's go. Uh, as you said that, Merle, Magnus, now, now that you kind of know to look for it, you, uh, uh, you see that same fog kind of come out of Merle's mouth. Um, and kind of uh, just sort of float up into the ceiling. I see. Hey, Taco? Yeah. Are you vaping? No, it's yeah. not in there when I was like, oh, I don't want to cut off my pinky. And now in here, when Merle was all like, I don't want to go in there, bad guy. This like fog stuff came out of our mouths. What's that? Uh, I'm going to roll an arcana check. Okay. See if I have any clue. <laughs> Oh, oh, crit 20. That's, that's a flash in nat 20. Oh, really? I, actually, I know exactly what the fuck that is. <laughs> no problem. Let me open my mouth, and my voice might sound different, but I'm about to say something very smart about it. So, here so I go. Here's, here's what I'll tell you, because uh, that role is too good for me to not tell you something. You 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 noticed it, too. You noticed this... this um, it's like a dark fog that came out of of their mouths uh and and uh when whenever magnus you know kind of groused about getting his pinky chopped off and when merle was talking about how much this sucks you saw this dark fog come out of their mouths and whenever they said it you don't know like what's causing it but it is some sort of necrotic energy that that uh is is leaving them and sort of being spirited away uh, so- somewhere here in Wonderland. Taco didn't even want to come in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here's my best guess, boys. My best guess is that this place... Wait, hold on, hold on. Pocket Spa, step in here with me real quick. Okay. Or Pocket Workshop. Yeah, let's go to the spa, please. I need a break. All right, so the Pocket Spa's open, and we can walk into the Pocket Spa. So before we move on... Uh, so here's what is my... that noise? It's not in a canyon. No, it's that's 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 five twenty eight hertz. In case you don't know, that's the miracle tone that is supposed to enable you to relax. Um, so this is very soothing. So here's my best guess. This place isn't trying to kill us. Uh huh. It it just wants to make us miserable. Uh huh. And it seems like it's feeding off of that. That's my best guess. This is a place designed to make us miserable. And it's and every time that we vocalize that, 
it knows that it is succeeding and it's feeding off of that energy. That's my best guess. I, I like that. So do you think it's better to give it what it wants or to stay super positive? What am I, the fucking necrotic energy whisperer? I have no idea. Listen, I, I'm. This is this is. We very rarely talk through this kind of shit. I'm very much enjoying it. Just trying to get a, a vibe on where you're at. I'm really uncomfortable with it. Let's get out of here. I mean, I, I will say this. I don't see any. I don't see any reason to feed it if we don't have to. I mean, it's very much not in our nature to not grouse about, but maybe we should try to stay posy about this whole experience. Yeah, let's swing towards the, the positive side of things. All right, let's do this. Okay. You make your way uh, back out of the pocket spa and into the decision room again, and are you moving on to the next chamber? Yes, of course we are. Okay. Here we go. Whee! Uh, you move through the door, and you are in another circular room. And, Yay! Uh, awesome! Yeah. It's also very, like neon bright uh and uh, above you the whole ceiling is nothing but machinery that is uh attached to the ceiling and it's it's this huge heavy uh manufacturing like assembly line uh uh machinery and awesome. uh, it all connects sort of in a spiral and in the center of the ceiling is a large circular hatch and as you enter into the room, the doorway disappears behind you, and with three loud clunks, three large boxes fall from the ceiling and, and land on the ground. Super and, cool. And each box has a... Uh, th- these boxes are perfect cubes, and each box has a word etched on a side, and the words are things like fiery and quick and some other adjectives and, and nouns. And you hear a voice say, Welcome to the Monster Factory. This is, <laughs> this is so exciting. Each of you will roll these dice in front of you, and you will build a bespoke foe to square off against. It could be something new altogether. Nobody knows. Woo-hoo. Sounds fun. Now, based on the consequences of the decision game, there mm-hmm. will be some difficulties imposed on you during this challenge but let's not worry about that let's roll those bones sounds good uh let's do this one at a time you're gonna roll a d6 uh tell me tell me who wants to go first and then uh pop into skype and i'll paste something in there for you i'll go first all right that's Merle, for those listeners who can't tell the difference between our voices. All right, your dice, Merle, uh, the one that you go pick up, has the name of some monsters on it. So go ahead and roll that. Two. Uh, that is, you uh, You roll the big, big box, uh, and it lands on the word slime. And All then right. that, that box turns green and disappears. I will go. Okay, here are your words. You you pick up a dice just covered in these different adjectives. I roll a three. Uh, poisonous. Uh, so poisonous and slime are the words so far. And uh, taco. Uh, here are your words. Five. Five. Regenerating. Uh, so you get regenerating poisonous slime. Cool. Great. Awesome. Yeah, fun. Yay! That could have gone so much worse. Yeah, there's um, dragon on dire bear and stuff on there. And uh, you hear a voice. Uh, the, the machinery above you on the right side of the room kicks into gear, and you hear pistons firing, and you hear uh, steam being blown do, 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 off, do, do, and you hear do, 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 yeah, you do, hear do, the do, sounds do. of industry. Um, but you hear you hear uh, the the woman say, "Oh, well, that's so disappointing. I've seen a regenerating poisonous slime before." And you hear the man say, "Oh, well, that's nothing to worry about." They they didn't win the decision game, so they're gonna do it again. And three more dice fall down from the ceiling. Son of a no! What fun! What fun! Uh, Taco, you a second chance at a first impression. Taco, a little bit, just like a little bit of that dark fog came out of your mouth. Damn it! And floated up in the ceiling, and a little bit more went up. (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) Uh, No joke. Every time you do that, just like a little bit more goes up to the ceiling. (laughs) It'll be. I'll just be zen about it. Okay, I'll roll first this time. Okay. Four. Uh, Dire Bear. What fun! Who's rolling the second dice? 
Two? Two. Electrified. Holy shit. Uh, Merle? Two. Flying. Holy shit. A flying electrified dire bear. Now we're talking. Hold on. Sorry. That's in character. Fuck yeah. A flying electrified dire bear. Wonderful. Um, that would be what you would have to face if you both chose betray. But unfortunately, you all are getting the sharp end of the stick, so to speak. So one more dice. And another dice falls down from the ceiling. Um, I'm not actually going to show you what's on this dice. Uh, why don't, uh, who, who wants to roll it? Uh, Taco? Sure. Five. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, the word pops up and it applies to both of the creations that you've created so far. Uh, and as soon as it lands, I think you all look at it in horror and you hear the, uh, the elves kind of squee in delight. Um, because, uh, and I think you hear the man say, uh, Oh, this is delicious! Not only are you facing off against a regenerating poisonous slime and a flying electrified dire bear, you're going to face off against multiplying regenerating poisonous slimes and multiplying flying electrified dire bears. This is going to get zany, he says. And after a few more seconds of the machinery above you uh, processing things, sure enough, uh, falling down through that hatch is... A cube of slime uh, that is giving off a horrible, horrible stench uh, that uh, is about 15 feet tall that slorps down to the ground. And then right behind it with a pair of beautiful, beautiful angelic wings is a humongous dire bear with bolts of crackling electricity uh, sort of wrapping around its body. And they roar at you. Let's roll initiative. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Instead of door busting for a plasma TV this Black Friday, how about you stay in and snag the best deal of all? Max Fun Con 2017 tickets. Max Fun Con West returns to Lake Arrowhead next June, and Max Fun Con East is back in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both go on sale Friday, November 25th, and they're gonna sell out fast. So mark your calendars and visit MaxFunCon.com on November 25th to secure your spot. MaxFunCon, way more fun than a smartwatch or whatever. Is the newest season of The Great British Bake Off any good? What exactly are furries? What shows should I binge watch on Netflix? What movie should I go see this weekend? Hey, how did Crash win Best Picture? I'm still mad about that. For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable show with me, Guy Branham. Winter Mitchell. Margaret Wappler. And Oliver Wang. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcast. I'm not going to judge. 